When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's 16 away from 5 o'clock here on SENZ. This is The Run Home with Ricardo and Beaver. And uh, keep your texts coming through, Double eight, double three for Team List Tuesday, uh, trying to put together a team of uh, just hard buggers, basically, that uh, played through the pain, much like Neil Wagner did yesterday uh, when, with a bulging disc in his back and a torn hamstring, he uh, elected to put the pads on and go out there and, and run the bye uh, for Kane Williamson to get the win in that test match. Keep your texts coming through, double eight, double three. Had a few about Richie McCaw and somebody Beaver asking about facial herpes as well, but we'll leave that to later because uh, right now we've got uh, Sumo. Scotty Stevenson from Spark Sport with us. G'day, Scotty. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. I really appreciate facial herpes into Scotty Stevenson. That's one of the great segues of all time. <laughs> really appreciate your work there, Ricardo. Hey, uh, listen, I try. We, we did have somebody call up earlier. We were talking about these guys that have, have played through the pain, and somebody uh, was talking about Gary Knight's uh, you know, getting uh, eye gouged out of his test debut, and then he went to England apparently and played in a test and got facial herpes off a British prop before being flower bombed at Eden yeah. Park. So he had a, he had a bit of a rough time, old Gary Knight. Mate, he's had more trouble than the Western Front, hasn't he? But um, hard nut, that's for sure. Yeah, indeed, mate. Indeed. Speaking of hard nuts, uh, I was asking Beaver this earlier, mate. You were there at Hagley yesterday with Spark Sport. What's Blair Tickner doing? That means that Neil Wagner has to pad up with a bulging disc and a torn hamstring and go out there. Because Neil Wagner would have given him the stink eye and said, don't even think about it, I'm going out there. And that's, uh, that's just the way it is. He had made that announcement, you know, when they, um, when they said he'd been ruled out. Um, he said, look, but I'm still going to bat if I'm required to. That's just Neil Wagner. Uh, I think Tim Southey's made comments to that effect uh, today as well and last night at the press conference. I mean, the guy's as tough as peak. He'd do anything for that team. And I know he's got a share of critics and he's had a couple of sessions over the last couple of weeks and different test matches where, uh, you know, his style hasn't been as effective as he would have liked. But he's been asked to do a different role over the last couple of weeks as well with no Trent Bolt on the side and down on seamers. And, you know, that, that, that's, I think, the hallmark of Neil Wagner is it's not about his personal stats. He's just been asked to do something for the team and that's what he's going to do. And it doesn't matter what you ask him to do, he'll do it with 100% tenacity. And I... I think the guy's an absolute champion. He's a delight off the park. And on the park, he's just a single-minded, ruthless cricketer. And, uh, you know, there's a lot to admire about that. Certainly is, mate. Certainly is. Now, the last two weeks, it's been a hell of a test cricket uh, season that uh, you've you've had pole position to uh, call. Talk us through it. Could you believe yesterday, um, as it was getting closer, did you think, Oh no, we're going to have that sort of afternoon again. Not oh no, it's a, it's a great oh no, I'd imagine. But can you believe well, that you've it, had it, it, the well, two? Yeah. Well, I mean, I look, I I believe that New Zealand could win against England. I really, I really did. And uh, a few text messages that floated around on that final morning would uh, back me up on that. But we we sat there yesterday. We arrived at the ground and, and pretty early, and obviously we had what, a six and a half hour wait before uh, there was any cricket played. And we discussed amongst ourselves and we were looking at the numbers and thinking about what might be. Uh, and you take into account all the, the configurations, don't you, of a test match, how old's the ball, it was a wet outfield, 
uh, how's that going to help the swing and the seam and all the rest. And I, I don't think there was a single person in our commentary box who thought New Zealand couldn't do it. And what's more, I don't think there was a single person who thought New Zealand would shut up shop. And I think that needs to be acknowledged as well. I think New Zealand absolutely went out there and thought, we're not going to bat for a draw. We're going to play for a win. New Zealand, uh, so I say England cricket has been given a lot of credit for playing test match cricket that way. It's win or lose. Don't worry about a draw. I think New Zealand uh, should be added to that list because they went out there yesterday. They treated that as a, as a session, as a run chase, almost as a limited overs run chase, which it turned out to be. And they played to that effect. And, and there were just so many moments uh, through that test that deserve acknowledgement and, and retrospective thinking. But the way they went out there and approached it, the way Williamson batted was uh, was just supreme. I mean, he, the guy's the master. He's the greatest New Zealand's ever produced. And I think every single one of the skills in his arsenal was on show yesterday. And then Daryl Mitchell, the way he injected himself into the game, the way he called runs between wickets, turned ones and twos, kept the pace up, kept the tempo up, a uh, perfect foil for Kane Williamson, who just was there to do what Kane Williamson has done for such a long period of time. And it was a phenomenal effort, really. And once again, a, another slice of history that this New Zealand team, that is the team uh, that so many people think is on the decline, and, and maybe they're right overall. Uh, but in the last three weeks, we've witnessed, uh, I think, two of the greatest test matches certainly I've seen, and long may it continue. I hope Wellington delivers again. I was going to say, if they're in decline, they're going down swinging. That's for sure, Sumo. But uh, yeah. you, you, you mentioned how uh, the commentary box all thought they would probably have a look at it. Are you sure that another one of yeah. Northland's finest didn't see you around the grounds at Hagley and say, strap yourself in, Sumo, we're going to have a lick here? <laughs> I don't think Tim Southie ever had any doubts that they were going to have a look at it, mate, to be honest. Uh, it's not the way he wants to play his cricket either. And, and you can see the camaraderie that, that we all witness between England and New Zealand and, uh, and obviously the, the Brennan McCullum effect. You know, Brennan McCullum's fingerprints are on this team as well. Um, and, and Tim Southey is, is one of those acolytes of Brendan's, played a lot of cricket with him, understands how he sees the game, and, and Brendan's imparted a lot of knowledge of the game on Tim Southey. Tim Southey's still trying to find himself as a captain, what style works for him. But he's been thrust into two extraordinary situations in his last two test matches as captain, and he's come up trumps in both. And, you know, what, what better entertainment? Final ball, five days, a rain-affected fifth day, uh, and we also had bad light in this test as well, if you recall. Uh, we lost a lot of overs to slow over rates, yet still somehow this team fashioned a victory. It, it's amazing, and, and you know, I, I know that there's a lot of euphoric people out there supporting the Black Caps, and so they should be. That was a test for the ages, and, you know, we didn't think we could top Wellington Maybe this didn't top Wellington, but certainly tried its hardest. Um, Scotty, you were, you were there around the ground. You would have been talking to, as you mentioned, you know, Craig McMillan, all those guys, as well as the team itself. Any feeling that might this might be the last we see of Wags um, at test level, given he's going to be 37 and we don't play again until November? He's got a torn hammy, doesn't play a lot of white ball. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I mean, that's a narrative that's certainly developed, hasn't it? 37 years old and the body's starting to break down and fail him a little bit. Doesn't have the pace that he once did, but I guess we, we now know why he doesn't have the pace he once He's basically broken in half. Um, <laughs> it, it may well be his last test. But, but ultimately, if, if it is to be his last test, um, you know, I, I don't think it should be a case that he's been dropped on form. I, I think there's a, there's a natural order of things, and, and maybe Neil Wagner, um, has played his last test based purely on the fact that his body has given all it can give. And not just for New Zealand. He's been playing professional cricket 
adapting his style over and over again to get the best out of himself for a very long period of time. Um, and if he is to be remembered, um, then what better way than the last two test matches where he was uh, a forfer in the, in the final innings for England and two crucial catches. And then the way he came out there yesterday, bravely, I thought, ran a bye, uh, which most people with a torn hamstring and a bulging disc, they put themselves on ice and say, that's me. He didn't. Uh, he did that. And, and I think he deserves uh, you know, so much credit and, and, and all the plaudits he gets. Maybe it is last, Ricardo. I don't know. That's up to Neil Wagner. That's up to whoever the new selector is when the test season begins again in several months' time. But, um, mate, if, if it is the end of his career, he will go down as one of our best ever, and that's how he should be remembered. Yeah, 100%, mate. 100%. And what a way to go out, too, eh? Uh, winning it in those in, the, in that situation. Scotty, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Uh, I know you've been, you're doing the hard yards, and you've, you've got to uh, warm up for another test starting on Friday, so we'll let you go. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate your time, my friend. Yeah, well, I tell you what, it was a, it was a hard ride and a quiet ride back to the hotel with Russell Arnold as my passenger last night. That's for sure. So we'll get we'll get we'll get Russell back up for the second test, and uh, we'll be swinging <laughs> come uh, come Friday in Wellington. Oh, mate, St. Paddy's Day. Just get a Guinness in him early. You'll be all right. Oh, crikey, it is too. Oh, yeah. oh well, that's going to be a long day. <laughs> Enjoy Scotty yes, Stevenson from Spark Sport there with us, a uh, big part of the commentary team uh, that will bring you that second test starting on Friday. It is seven away from five here on the run home. SEN.